envision three female attorneys coming together to have our voices heard. Each of us would have different opinions, different passions, different backgrounds, and different views. Although we are different and unique, we are able to come together to discuss our experiences navigating through the legal profession and this thing called life. Now, the vision has come alive, and we invite you each and every week to listen to us as we talk about what's trending in the news and our legal insights, tackle real-life issues that affect not only us as attorneys, but us as women of color. Disclaimer, this podcast is intended to provide entertainment and general information. The information provided and the views given are not intended to constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as legal representation. All views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever we are affiliated with now or will be affiliated with in the future. Hi guys, welcome to No Further Questions. I know some of you guys are wondering, where is Miss Brandy? Well, we would like to thank all of our special guests for finally getting Brandy flewed out. She is not <laughs> here today. Just kidding. Um, she is out doing work uh, responsibilities. However, it, I'm here with you today, Samantha Frazier, and we have, of course, our lovely co-host. Taria is still here, which is who you probably want to see anyways, so all is well. Hmm. Someone got an ego when they got back from Greece, y'all. Uh, but we have a we have a great show for you uh, today, planned for you today. Uh, we have two, not one, but two Houston City Council candidates here, and we're here to discuss with you the issues that are plaguing the city of Houston. We'll allow for them to introduce themselves. To my right, I have Mr. Robin Anderson. Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. Hello, uh, <laughs> Robin. So do you want to give us, what is your platform? What are you What are you most passionate about as a candidate for the city of Houston? My main thing right now is, is building more unity in our community. Uh, I see that our district is more, is, is, is fragmented. And my goal is to be more of an advocate in this seat and bring us together. Great. And next, we have Miss Aisha Wilson. Hi. Uh, she is on the right of Mr. Anderson. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell us what your platform is today. Great. Um, thank you for inviting me. And my platform mainly is about bringing communication back to the city council and to the board and bringing more transparency to the community because um, oftentimes you don't really realize that everybody just goes about their day-to-day -day life not really knowing what's going on with their city and that's an issue for me so um, that's just one of my main focuses and then um, streets of course drainage flooding crime um, homelessness I mean it's 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 a lot of things but the main focus is really communication with the communities Okay, well, now that we've heard everyone's, all the candidates' platforms and spills, we're going to get into some hard questions. Um, well, before we go there. Okay. Okay. So, uh -oh. they're candidates. Mm -hmm. And for our viewers who don't know what the city council does, could mm -hmm. you kind of just break it down just a little bit to tell them what is the city council? What is the city council? Can y'all raise my taxes? Yes or no? You can't levy taxes. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if else they raise the revenue cap, which is something, you know, that's a big debate because it raises property taxes. We also um, go over ordinances and budget, the city budget. Um, we take care of the community, your area, and it, it handle complaints and 
you know, just make sure things are being done in your area, in your community that you need, and just be the voice that the people need in the community, which is very rare right now. Okay. So it's my understanding that you don't represent all of Houston, right? There's different well, pockets or areas that you'd represent, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. So, so what areas so are you running for? So I'm, I'm running for District B. District B encompasses Acres Home, Fifth Ward, Pleasantville, Trinity Garden, Greenspoint, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, Greenspoint, Intercontinental Airport, a little small portion of Woodlands, <coughs> excuse me, and a little small portion of uh, Spring. Okay. So that's a pretty big district. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm District A, so I'm Spring Branch then from I from I-10 and 610 all the way to I-10 close to Wilcrest, um, back down Gessner uh, through my neighborhood, which is Carverdale, to um, some parts of Cypress breaking in and out, down 290 to Kickapoo Road um, in 1962-49, in and out, because some of the streets are Harris County. Okay. okay. How many districts, my last question, sorry, I have a ton. Um, I, how many districts are in comprised of Houston, I guess? It's A through J. A through K and then at large one through five. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. And the controller. Yeah, and okay. the controller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Taria. <laughs> no problem. I'm here all week. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you for um, clarifying that because I could not tell you who my Houston City Council men was at the today. Neither could I. <laughs> well, where <laughs> y'all stay? See, I always ask people that because depending on what side, you want to make sure you have proper representation. That's true. Um, I'll have to check my mailbox for the <laughs> things that they put in there. Um, I used to know when I stayed in the Galleria area, but now I'm between Houston and Bel Air. So it's, it's – Probably depends on what street you're on. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So it, it splits. But we're not here to talk about me <laughs> or Taria. We're here to talk about the city of Houston because – other than some people, <coughs> Taria, um, the rest of us are Houstonians, right? <laughs> yeah, born and raised. Yeah, right. Town. Yeah. That's H-town. what makes Houston so great, oh, oh. though. It's like the melting pot of the South. Some of us did not start here, but this is where we'll end. Right. <laughs> this is where y'all take our money and our resources. Thank you, transplants. Okay. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> All right, so who's Jim? <laughs> who's Jim? <laughs> they didn't know that it wasn't a gym until you said something. Jesus. Wow. Oh my gosh. So one thing that I would like to talk about, one of the issues that I see all across Houston, no matter what district you're in, is homelessness. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I know that there is a band that our mayor, Sylvester Turner, put into place regarding um you can't give homeless people food like out of your car Mm -hmm. um you you definitely can go to the food pantry and donate but because they said that it was causing littering it was causing crime to go up that they said that and they i mean um the sylvester turner administration said that they have now instituted a ban where you can't feed homeless people Mm -hmm. do you guys agree with that ban i don't um, it's not this, not just that you can't feed them. They can't get food from a restaurant that's maybe throwing out food. Um, they have a three-by-three three band, meaning three-by-three-by-three, by three by three, meaning this is the, the space, whatever it was in, fits within that three-by-three three is what they, that's their belongings, and I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right because nobody can live in a three-by-three-by-three. By three by three. All right. What about you? 
Um, I, I actually agree with it because, well, for one, it helps with anybody can poison people, you know. And I think when a homeless person um, is poisoned, they're going to sue. The, they can sue the city. The city is liable, you know. Um, I do know that that our current mayor he has monies allocated towards certain facilities to help house homeless people, but some of them they're not taking the the uh, they're not taking the the uh, they're not they're not utilizing the services. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, um, but I I agree with it because it it protects you know the homeless person from being poisoned. Uh, how many people are poisoning homeless people? I You'd mean, no, I, I'm saying You'd be surprised. if you look at the statistics, I mean, first off, when you said homeless people can sue the city, me as a lawyer, Taria, have you ever seen a case of a homeless person suing? The I have city? not. Oh. That sounds. I mean, it, it sounds. It's a, it's a possibility. I probably need yeah. to look into that area of law because <laughs> it sounds like it would just be an open and shut case, right? right but, right. um, I don't know. I've never heard of a homeless person intentionally being poisoned, but I definitely see what you're saying as far as like food poisoning. If something's been in your car, you're like, oh, here you mm-hmm. can have it, and mm-hmm. and it's maybe some Chilean sea bass from mm-hmm. you know Ruth Chris. <laughs> Um, shout out to Ruth Chris. They're delicious, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. But me personally, I I personally feel like I should be able to take care of my fellow man. That's right. Um, I know that some of the services that are offered to homeless people, part of the reason, well, some of the reason that they don't um, partake in those services is because one shelters are dangerous sometimes they are. They're, they're, are they're very dangerous mm-hmm. sometimes they're hard to get into very and then some shelters have some very strict rules very um when i say strict rules it's like oh you have to be in by like five well i mean i'm still a an adult like i'm not going to bed at five so what am i doing from like <laughs> 5, 5 a.m to 9 or o'clock? 5 p.m 5 p.m 5 p.m okay no not 5 a.m i'm just but making sure yeah 5 p.m um and so i just i don't know if i necessarily agree with that man but i'm not running for city council so do you think if you were on city council would that be something that you would try to tackle or we know robin you're, you're in agreement you want to keep it in place but i'm but what tackling about, it you're tackling um, it. it's a lot of organizations that receive funding from the city and not everyone is using the money properly um there are organizations or shelters that say hey we'll take take homeless people in but with these stipulations without really finding the underlying problem a lot of homeless people have um maybe drug habits um alcoholism mental mental illness Mm -hmm. but they don't fix the problem it's just like okay well you have to follow these rules and if you don't then you can't stay here and i don't think that's right yeah and i'm glad that you touched on mental health because i I did a little bit of research prior to this and a lot of the houston population um that are homeless do suffer from mental health Mm -hmm. and um do you guys believe that Houston offers enough mental health resources no. to um, individuals that maybe don't have health insurance or can't afford a therapist or counseling on the regular? I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. It's not enough out there. Why? Um, why do you? Why do you believe that? I mean, just because we're the fourth largest city, mm-hmm. right, in the United States, we would think that we would have enough resources 
for um, for mental health and, and things out there because we're the fourth largest city, so we would be more progressive. What do you think Houston is spending their, their funding on? If you know. know. I don't know what they're spending their funding yeah, on. That's why I'm trying to get trying in to, to see. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of organizations, they don't. I don't think that they have a lot of people who, who know how to handle mental health issues mm-hmm. or don't know, like, all the symptoms and signs or don't have the proper education and knowledge and know how to help the people that need the help. So they just automatically assume they can't be helped or they won't help them. That's my opinion. And I guess my question on some of the same lines is, is homelessness actually being a the homelessness issue being actually addressed because you go put some money in this organization or that organization and yes there's these shelters but it's my understanding those shelters are really for the women and the children and it's the men who end up being on the streets and then if you go and talk to these homeless people a lot of them are vets Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so i go and serve my country Mm -hmm. i'm finished you put me on the street and you can't even help me to even give me the burger that you're not. If I go have a nice hundred dollar meal and I know I'm not going to eat my food tonight and I don't have cash, I can't even give them food to eat. Like, are we addressing the real right. problems when you go downtown and oh, we have Super Bowl this year? Let's get all the people out real right. quick. And where do they go? Right, and that's the problem. Um, as from a from someone who's from a family of vets, from my grandmother all the way down to even my brothers, um, my cus- my cousin he stayed in the veterans housing downtown, and they had so many rules. He's not a drug addict. He's not a felon. He, you know what I mean. But yeah. it was so many rules and stipulations on what he could do, who he could have. And I'm like, why do you have so many rules mm-hmm. to an apartment? that you're paying the bulk of and the and the government is paying half of it. And he was just like, that's how they do us. And I think that's sad. And I think we need to – I know the veterans is a federal thing, but at the same time, they're in the city. So it needs – I know it's programs out there for vets. And, I mean, like, but if you see so many vets on the street, you're wondering, are those programs really working? Mm-hmm. You have right. to question that. And so that's going to be, like, some questions I want to ask organizations, like, what's really going on? So what are, what are your plans if you are able to get into office to tackle, I think, one of the biggest issues in Houston, which is homelessness? Right. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, actually, to, to rebuttal what you're saying about the kids, I know, I know people who actually work in, homelessness, in homeless shelters. They say that actually it's harder to get a woman to have kids into the facilities than it is to get a, a veteran, you know. So um, I would just continue to, to work with people because I don't know all the issues, mm-hmm. you know. But I would sit down with people and see exactly what can we do to to fight it or to help get – I mean, basically to get more people off the streets, you know, because it, it's, it's rough out there. It, it really is. And I know I, my, my heart goes out to anybody that's homeless, you know, but – you got some people who are actually taking taking advantage of the system. You know, mm-hmm. you have certain pe- certain parts of the city. You have a call they call the encampment. It's over there on uh, South Main by Fiesta. They had to shut that place down. They put some some burglar bars around under the, the freeway, mm-hmm. so they just shifted. You know what I mean? So some folks really don't want the help. You know, because there there is help for for people out there who are homeless. Well, I think it's also important to remember that if you are suffering from mental health issues. Very few individuals who suffer from mental health issues are aware that they're suffering from mental Mm, health issues until they are rehabilitated Mm -hmm. or treated, Mm -hmm. Um, meaning that, you know, I have 
uh, I, I have veterans in my family. I have volunteered uh, because the Houston Bar Association has um, where you go to help veterans, you know, with some legal issues. Some of them want divorces and things like that. However, a lot of veterans come back and they are on the streets because they don't know that they have PTSD. They don't know that they are suffering from some mental health disorder. You know, all they know is that they snapped and they got put out of their house. Or for some of them, they came back and they didn't have um, any coping mm-hmm. coping mechanisms or any coping methods. And so um, they were forced to leave either the housing that the vets have or some of them just chose not to partake in it because these are people who have fought for our country. Mm-hmm. And sometimes handouts can be demeaning mm-hmm. to, um, to, to a lot of them because they are people who have fought for our country mm-hmm. and they don't really want handouts, um, which, I mean, I guess it goes back to the whole giving them food and things like that. But um, some of them I've spoken to, they don't want charity. They just want what they're owed. And I agree. Or what they paid into. I I know that the VA is, they just, like, give them pills, push them out. They don't really diagnose the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been down there with Mm -hmm. my cousin and my brother, and it's just, it's bad, you know. My brother has PTSD really bad, Mm -hmm. and he's flipped out. But it, it. When you're at the VA, they have to understand that's their job. These are veterans who've seen things we'll never right. see and understand. So it's all about the caseworkers handling their cases and yeah. understanding how to deal with them. Because he finally found someone who was able to deal and yeah. understand his issue. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he's better, you know. But if you don't find the underlying issue and you just, oh, do this or do that or take this, you can't do that. But I will say Houston does have one of the best uh, veteran hospitals. Um, they still slow. <laughs> they are, um, but but they they're they're good in the veteran affairs right. line hierarchy. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. Um, we've talked about homelessness, but um, okay, I wish Brandy was here because she hates this topic. No, public transportation. She hates that Houston. (laughs) She says Houston, you know, Brandy's from Dallas. Shout out, Brandy. Um, She hates that Houston doesn't have what she calls a real public transit system. I have to agree. And would you agree with that statement? I mean, I I, we have Metro. I see the commercials. Right. I rolled the retro. (laughs) So I had a business and. I was very committed to it. My car was down, so I took a bus for like four months. Three buses from 1960 all the way to home. Mm-hmm. So to me, the bus worked fine. But if fine. you can take a train right. and it takes you 10 minutes to get from one side of town to the next, wouldn't you want that? No. It, you yeah. wouldn't? It, no. It, it, I, I like, like, I like drive. No, I like being in my car. I like driving. <laughs> um, I don't like oh, wow. public transportation like that. Oh, wow. I don't. It's. I it the uncertainty of it. I don't like a whole <laughs> bunch of people in one area. Bougie. It's not bougie. It's, it's a safety issue. No, it's your pollution. That's pollution. Yes. When uh, I live in the Galleria. Yeah. And you can't go anywhere because everybody's just sitting in their cars. Mm. No one really uses 
carpooling like they need mm-hmm. to. I used to sit on the tolls on I-10 and Katie. And oh it, everybody's in one person per car. Mm-hmm. And we do need a system. We're too big of a c- city to not have a system. And, oh, by the way, that... They're, I, I worked off of I work off of Post Oak. Yeah, that rail. And they're making it's not a rail. It's a bus lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me mm-hmm. sit there again. Okay, so there's this new system coming out on Post Oak, coming te- like in between Westheimer yeah. yep. Gallery area, right? Everybody thinks it's a bus rail. It's not. It's a bus lane. Millions and millions of dollars uprooted this whole street for bus. Yeah, I seen that. Wow. I, I saw Unproductive. that. Unproductive. Why not I, I put a that. train? Um, because nobody wants to ride the train. That's have you ridden the train before? I have. I've ridden the train here, in down New here. York. Oh, okay. No, I've ridden the train in New York. <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable. Uh, have a, you ever been to ride. the New York subway? I haven't, but I've I stayed in Atlanta for 15 years, and I used to walk to the train station and take the train all the way into the airport. Yes, I have. I think I've ridden the train in Atlanta as well. That's a no-go for me as well. (laughs) Um, I've ridden the train, I believe, in Dallas, the dart. Um, That is is also a (laughs) no-go. I do not care for public transportation um, in that sense. Now, if I'm going somewhere like to a football game Mm -hmm. or something like that, Mm -hmm. I still don't like it, but I also (laughs) don't like parking. So... um, so you have an issue that they can't even help you with. Right, that's what it sounds that, like. They no, can't no, no, even, no, but we can, no. But we can help Uber. the rest of the Uber. city of Houston, okay? It's mm. not just about me. I'm not that selfish, okay? Okay. So you guys, are you for public transportation? Do you think we need a transit system? I do. We should have been had one when they th- was talking about it back in the 80s. Before I was born, right? Except nobody wanted it. Before yeah, but born. see now they now they see the use <laughs> of it. Yeah, I was born in the eight. I was born nineteen eighty. They were talking about it before. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. What about you, so, Robin? Well, no, was I, I born? no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Public transportation. Perhaps? I mean, I'm, I'm poor. Like I say I've utilized the services. You know, so I'm poor. Well, so why are you for what? Why do you believe each one of you believe that we do need the tra- the transportation system? Convince good old Sam over here why this would be really great for our city. You know what's gonna happen too. I just want you to know, gasoline prices gonna go up because okay. less people gonna be driving. Air pollution, right? Okay, that's. I mean, to me, you want to breathe. You don't want to breathe do. all the fumes and emissions and all that. You want to have clean air. I do. You're not saying that they're going to bring clean air, but the less cars on the street, the better the air better. quality. I agree. There are so many other things that cause air pollution That's just more than though. cars, you know. We could start with airplanes, you know. Airplanes cause tons of pollution, and we have two of them <laughs> in the city. They do. <laughs> two airplanes and airports. <laughs> <laughs> airplanes to the airport. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but I'm sorry, Taria. What was your question? I forgot because there's only two airplanes that come in and out of Houston. Um, I think I took both of them this past week. Uh, air, airports. Airport. No, airplanes. But there are I, multiple planes that fly into the airport. I, I, I am correcting my statement. Okay. Um, you'll watch your back and you'll see. Okay. Um, <laughs> with the transportation, I like the idea of transit for the people who have to live outside the city. The mm-hmm. city's rent and housing is becoming so expensive yes. that essentially oh you have God. to live out in the burbs yes. and you work in the city mm-hmm. and you spend my issue with public transportation and trap. I don't want to spend an hour and a half 
in a car stopping going and the what is it the the angry person what's it called road rage road rage where you're scared you can't do anything you <laughs> haunt right. you're scared that somebody's going to shoot you i mean it would just be calmer and less stress for all parties involved if there was just a nice train rail let me tell you what causes sky traffic something in houston and y'all need to put this on the docket People and their children going to school. That's what caused traffic. Have you noticed in the summertime? I'm a bus driver, ex bus driver, so please don't say that. <laughs> have you noticed? Have you noticed in the summertime traffic is less? It's gone. It's, gone. it's the people taking their kids to school every day that's causing the traffic. So what, so what are they supposed to do, Sam? They need to start school early. Start school at 5:30 a.m. so everybody else can get to work on time. But what about the kids? They play sports and sometimes don't get in the bus drivers that don't get home or the teacher that don't get home to 10, 11 o'clock at night, but you want them to start school at 5.30, mean they have to get up at 3.30 to get This to is school. the career that you chose to be in. There are some times <laughs> in my job that I have to work late, too. You can make a career change. However, oh, that's so what's causing all the traffic. And then a lot of times in the summertime, parents take off the whole summer to be with their kids that's been in school. Right. For nine and months. So you have to, you know, think about that as far as traffic as well. But as a bus driver, um, I don't mind. I guess, and you, you know. can't get rid of the kids. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I can't get rid of the kids. <laughs> I said start school future. earlier or Education later. is wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, keep taking your kids to school, please. Um, be take productive. them to school, but be, take them to school early. In your child's but a lot life. of them can't take them to school early because they have to pay that fee. What fee? It's a fee to drop your kids off for someone to watch them early. Almost like daycare. It is a daycare. It's an in-school daycare. Well. I mean, and a lot of people can't afford it. You know, sometimes Maybe people might work overnight. Or no, sometimes <laughs> some parents work overnight, and so they don't see their kids at night. So they drop them off in the morning because they want to have breakfast with them. They want to make sure they get their day started. Well, bingo! There's an answer, ladies and gentlemen. We just have a new platform: waivers for dropping your kids off from school. City Council, we ask that you bring that to the. To That's the for floor. the school board. <laughs> <laughs> to bring that. Start off here with the city council. That's for the school board. Let it trickle down to the school board. You have to talk to the superintendents and, um, you know, the state board state. of education. Yeah, yeah. You have to get that approved because somebody has to pay for that. So that's something that's that would have to and be that's involved the next in a bond. Point I wanted to bring up <laughs> paying for the public transportation. Yeah. Not it's doing clear- it. Sorry. Clearly, this is a big issue that needs to be addressed mm-hmm. because it's the traffic's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that. Everybody wants to move to Houston at this point. I was mm-hmm. all across the waters, and people were saying, ooh, Houston, I would like to move there, too. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, just stay. Right, <laughs> we're, right. we're good right now. Right. Ask them, did they see that flood last week? Okay. They didn't. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> they did not. They catch that flood. <laughs> but if Try we were to, to get this, this transportation in place, you know, we I would love it. But it's going to cost money. Mm-hmm. Who's paying for that? That's not what me. Metro right. has on the on – the, I don't know if you all saw the ballots, um, mm-hmm. but the ballot is the Metro Next is actually, they have that on the ballot for the voters to vote on to improve transportation. So I, I'm for public transportation, but you have to, I always tell people, just do your research because Metro also received money from the city a few years ago to work on this sign plan, and they felt like they didn't do it right, so now, you know, they want to, come back to the city and have I have a question. Did that, that just say 3.5 billion dollars? Oh, I, can you find the article where it says where they misappropriated the funds for the previous 
for the same thing? Oh. Uh-oh. Previously? It, we don't need to find no other article because I can tell you right now, I paid for public transportation or for transportation. But it's we need a, it. It's called a car note. I pay a car note. <laughs> That's not I pay public. for my transportation. But how? So how long, have y'all researched how long it would take if this is on the ballot this time? Too three point three point five billion dollars. I haven't um, researched it because I, I need to see the plans. Like that's the thing. Like you don't, we don't know the plans. Right. You know, I would like to see the plans. Like, what are y'all plans? And also, um, once elected, I want to hold people at Metro accountable because to me, they don't have any accountability. And what is so? I, I want to jump back into city council persons mm-hmm. in general. As a city city council person, what is your power? What type of power do you do have? So let's say, you know, this comes to the ballot, this $3.5 billion, that's bill, B, B, B is a boy, <laughs> that's billion, billion dollar, people. Um, comes through. Mm-hmm. And now this is going to happen. What do you all have the power to be able to do? We have a vote. The, the city is ran by the mayor. The mayor sets the whole agenda for the city. But we all have to vote on it and say yay or nay. And so we have, we have a vote. We have power. Okay. So are you all underneath the mayor then? Mm-hmm. Check. Okay. It's a mayor strong run city. Um, we can bring our agendas that our community and districts want to the board, um, but you got to have so many other oh members in agreements in order to bring it before the mayor to put on the agenda. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't like because what's happening in my district might not be happening in somebody else's right. district. So the mayor about, like, oh, that's not in, to, to whoever the mayor is going to be or the councilman, that's not important. But my thing is what, not, what may not be important to them is important to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at some point um, it's going to be vice versa. You know, so I just think everybody needs to start working together yeah. Be have more not a kumbaya, but have your say so, have your disagreement, but at the same time look at it, the overall big picture, which is the would, community. Would the word be unity? unity. Yes, there, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> unity, unity, unify, unify on the board. So I do know with the public transportation, one thing that I am for is that Houston has been trying to push, push, push for the Olympics, and mm. I'm a big Olympic. I'm a big Olympics fan. And the reason, one of the reasons why we never get the vote is because we don't have a public transportation system mm-hmm. that can wow. house that, that many people. Because right. I don't right. know if you are Olympic enthusiasts, but you have to have so many facilities yep. and sports mm-hmm. um, arenas that you can go to. And so we have the arenas now, but we don't have a way where people can like get from NRG to the Toyota Center without mm. having to drive. Mm. Right? That's right. Wow. Or That's yeah, or people being able to get out to the soccer fields or you know mm. whatever the other US mm. sports without. Mm. Um so for that I may I may support public <laughs> transportation. So you're going to approve that 3.5 billion dollar? You know, I don't know. I'm going to have to pray on it because my car note. I always tell people just research what you vote on. It's yes, very absolutely. important to know what you vote on. And it sounds to me, because um, I still want to, by the time you're in today, I want y'all to, everybody to know what city council person does, right? I don't know if you know my agenda. But it sounds like to me that <laughs> you so guys. You're subtle, Taria. I'm not. Um, <laughs> but y'all are kind of like the voice mm-hmm. of, of the citizens of Houston or whatever district you're coming from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then if I feel like public transportation is what I need because I live in Acres Homes, mm-hmm. which at this point is a lower income area, mm-hmm. and I cannot afford a $400 car note, car note a month. right. right. 
I got to get into the city to the Toyota Center, Mm -hmm. and maybe the bus is not working for me. For $3.5 billion, they could buy everyone in Acres Home, Fofo, a cash car, (laughs) (laughs) and still have money left over. You're not focused. Uh, So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) what about the insurance? Well, you know, we'll work on that. For $3.5 billion, it'll come with insurance. Y'all haven't seen them signs. $25. Liabil- liability only, though. It's liability, yeah. <laughs> liability only. We can't yeah. help you for a cash full coverage. All you got to have is liability, yeah. Yeah, that's true. There you go. I think we just <laughs> solved the public transportation. <laughs> so what is the downfall prices? of a public, of, of signing a bill or voting for something like a $3.5 billion besides um, – what Sam is talking about, this $400 car note <laughs> that some people cannot even afford. Um, I didn't say it was $400. Oh, I put the $400 over okay. there. Okay, $400 <laughs> car note. But what is the downfall, do y'all believe, if this bill or this 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 vote were to come through? What what What's the... The only, the only guess that I would give is that that 3.5 could went to something else Correct. towards our flooding issue. Like homeless people. Oh, exactly. You know, but so that, that's that, that, that is for the metro. So the downfall... I don't think it'll really be a downfall if you have accountability and we and everybody knows what Metro's plans are. If you don't know the plans, then that can be your downfall. But we need improved public transportation. So where does this money, when you see it on the ballot, and you see you won't see $3.5 billion, but I would say. I think uh, it is on there. Is it, is it going to say $3.5 billion? Sure. Right. Okay. So when you see it on the ballot. Where is this money coming from? Taxpayers. Where are they get? Taxpayers. There's your answer, Taria. Downfall. Taxpayers paying for you to decide to live out in Katy, and you two backed up to drive in to the Galleria. There you go. So you could pay for it on top of your car now. That's gonna be sitting <laughs> at home that you ain't even driving anymore. But taxpayers pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, we do. So if that ballot is showing $3.5 billion for the Metro, then good for them because most of the time the numbers are not in there. And you're just saying, oh, I would love yeah. to have the bond, the, the, the bond or the yeah. public transportation. Or I would love is that there... the police officers have, oh, wow. uh, you know, mm-hmm. let's say they put in there, we want more police officers. And you're like, oh, our city will be safe. No one puts in there how much it's going to cost to go and double or triple That's right. your task force. So I'm okay with them putting the numbers right. in there because I think – you know, one of it. the downfalls of election time mm-hmm. is that we go and tell our communities, go out and vote. Mm-hmm. But we don't say research before you get to the ballot. Right. 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 Go right. vote for Joe Jackson. Right. Yeah. They go, go vote, vote for, for Joe Anderson. Jackson. Just because somebody said. Because he looks like him. But you don't know what Joe Jackson is, is supporting. You don't know anything about Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. You don't know if Joe Jackson actually is going to help you out. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson actually might be taking the $3.5 billion, and that's food from your kid's mouth. Are right? you talking about Joe Jackson, the athlete? I was. I just brought that oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know who I Joe got, Jackson is. If I was like, Joe Jackson ran for city council. That's no. Michael Jackson daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's. Yeah, daddy. Oh wait, no, that's Jackson. Bo Jackson. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Forget it. I just used the name. <laughs> but no, I just think that um, I'm cool with them putting that number on the ballot because I think it just gives people another opportunity to be educated about it. And we do have a huge issue here mm-hmm. with the transportation and pollution. But I want you to also have a full thought, right? Because I think about, seriously, I know, you know, I've made jokes, but I think about it from a full standpoint. Okay, so if you have public transportation, you have to have more police officers, more money, 
Okay. More metro police officers. More money. But that sh- that should be included in what what they're already asking for. Billion. Yeah, but it then you're be. gonna have higher crime rates, right? Um, and then you're gonna have to have higher prosecution. Like you're, you're gonna have to pay to prosecute those people. It costs money to prosecute those people. So it's not just a matter of oh, three point five billion and voila, you that's it. No, everything else is a trickle down effect. Everything else in Houston will be affected by this public transportation. So are you saying that if you bring in public transportation that you have a higher crime rate? That's I'm saying that I, I won't say that you have a higher crime rate, but what I'm saying is that you well, I guess yeah, because you have more crime. Yes, I would say that. Yes. By public transportation you get you, you gain more crime. Yes. Have you ever been to New York subway? I have. We're talking about Houston. That's different. Well, what I'm saying, we're talking about public transportation. You have pickpocketers. You have people who just stand around and steal people's identities. You know, They do sometimes. that from the Internet because I've had that done. Yeah, they do do it from the Internet. But I'm saying that when you have when you're going to have a mass amount of people in one section, you know, commuting back and forth together, you're going to have people who take advantage of that. Uh, more people than um, a carjacking. Okay, like you you don't see as much carjackings or armed robberies in your car. So just keep that in mind that, yeah, you you are going to have higher crime. I believe that. But hopefully you'll carry some mace. (laughs) Maybe they'll pay for your mace with the three point five (laughs) billion. Maybe mace comes on back of the the buses or something. Yeah, like when you get a membership sign up, we give you some (laughs) mace and your phone will automatically call nine one one. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> what? I'm, okay. They're laughing. Just keep in mind. All right. So, um, the next thing that we want to talk about is um, flood <laughs> mitigation. Now, I don't know who was here for for Harvey. Show of hands. I was here for Hurricane Alicia. Who was here for <laughs> Harvey? <laughs> Don't know what Alicia I'm just saying. Oh, Alicia not. was, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. We're here talking about Harvey. I'm okay? just saying. We, we've had because issues way back. We had Ike. And anyway. we, we have. Um, I, I'm from towards the Galveston area. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know this, but um, going to, like, elementary school down there, you had hurricane drills. We mm-hmm. did, too. Yeah. I'm from here. Really? Uh, a lot of Houston people they say they didn't have hurricane drills what's what's the age group you're talking to because that that makes a difference a lot of stuff they used to do back in the day they don't do anymore well i'm saying i just talked to my peer group right and so a lot of them they're like we didn't have that but you know it's where it really wasn't much of a drill when you think about it it was like go in the hallway and cover your head face (laughs) face the wall what so i can't see the hurricane swept me away (laughs) (laughs) what is that I mean, we could at least have, like, a life raft or uh, give me an umbrella. <laughs> like, something. You know, it's like I go in that. the hallway, cover your head. Mm-hmm. So you when the flood comes, you sure it wasn't a tornado? I don't, I don't yeah, think that's that a we tornado were, that was tornado drill. It was a hurricane drill. Because I lived in Louisiana, and we never had hurricane drills. It had to be On tornado. the Gulf Coast, we yeah. never had them. Because there's no pro- there's no point of them. Unless you're saying, hey, whoa, 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 that's the alarm. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> go up to the second floor, go on the roof. That should be your drill. Not get on the floor, first floor, and cover your I head. I was there. <laughs> I was there. They called it a hurricane what, drill. What ISD is that? They closed, y'all. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. They closed. Don't. 
Don't shave them, okay? Right. They're not obviously open no more. There had to be tornado. I don't think that <laughs> <laughs> they would let us go to school with a hurricane is coming to right. us. You know what I mean? So and you're well, gonna be on the, the floor thing, covering the thing your is head. that when you're close to the Gulf, they cannot close school every time it's a potential hurricane. They they can't. So sometimes the district will wait and wait and wait, and they won't mm-hmm. close the school. Just like that's what happened. With yeah, Amanda. with this last one. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that. A lot of hurricanes will come into Galveston and wouldn't really affect Houston as mm-hmm. much. So if if they close school every time it's a hurricane uh, warning, we would have never had school. Nobody would have ever graduated. No, so, well, well, you're talking about tropical storms as opposed to hurricanes. Hurricanes have come. They say, you know what, Ike is coming, came, you know, but tropical no. storms are different. no. I'm telling you that <laughs> you're talking about category like threes and fours, but when you talk about like a category one, yes, when it when it comes in, it's a tropical storm, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're at school, it may have picked up and became a hurricane. Right? They're not going to cancel school for a hurricane that's like a category one or two if it's just raining somebody has to make that call the superintendent has to make that call correct because it happens so often in galveston county they don't always close everything mm-hmm. that's what i'm telling you so they just prepare in case you're ever you come to school it's a tropical storm your parents can't get to you here's what you do okay so no, it was a tropical storm. I was there. I remember. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Trust me on that. So, but going back to Houston, okay, in the flooding. So, right. Okay, right, we were right, talking right. about Harvey. Okay, I'm so glad you came back. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were in the hurricane five Robin weeks, was trying you know? to tell me that it was, I'm like, I was there. But anyway, okay. Okay. I digress. How old were you again? I digress. Moving forward. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to talk about flood mitigation? Yes, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. So um So they're covered. So they're in the they're in their school. They're on the floor. Their heads are covered. Right. Waiting for the hurricane. That's the alarm. And flood water comes through. (laughs) Right. How do you mitigate that? Right. What what I don't know why they're on that floor, but hey, Plays, hopefully At God covers point, us. Just, just get yeah. up and hold on to something to me. Pray. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is Houston doing to, because really and truly, Houston is not necessarily affected by hurricanes. They are affected by the rainfall mm-hmm. that comes with the hurricanes, mm-hmm. unlike Galveston County. Right. It's affected by the wind. Right, okay? right. <laughs> um, so, why do you think Houston is so prone for flooding? And is there anything? I mean, it's a natural disaster. What can you really do to mitigate the damage? That's t- I mean, I think it boils down to drainage issues because I remember, you know, not too long ago, uh, <laughs> certain parts of the city didn't flood when it rained real bad, you know, but now it's, now it's, it's flooding and it's something to do with the drainage. Have what age were you? <laughs> oh my god! Not that long ago. I'm Are you sure it was drainage? Or? I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. So when I was staying off of uh, like I-45 and 2.9 in the Hidden Valley area, our street didn't flood. Right. You know, but then as later on during the years, it, it starts to flood. Now. It floods over there now. But your area does your district doesn't flood as bad as some other areas. Yes, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the northeast end uh, was that scenic wood. 
to, to all over there. Yeah, it, it floods a lot. Greens Point. Well, do you have a plan to help your district, or are you going to just buy them boats and rafts, <laughs> or build a boat? Most like likely, Noah? I, most likely, I'll be out there in the boats helping people. That's for sure. But um, cause I've done it before. But um, oh, only thing I can think of is just is checking the, the drainages. I, I don't. I don't. I really don't know. Cause I'm not an irrigationist. I don't. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. What about you, Ms. Wilson? Um, first off, the city and the county have to start working together because the county, the county is so wide. Houston sits inside of it. So you have to look at the bayous along with the drainage and see what's really going on. You also have to look at how these developers are developing these projects and these properties and these homes and these buildings without the proper drainage for the runoff. That's the problem, you know, a part of the problem. But um, where I stay at, it we have ditches and we hardly ever got any flooding. But now it's like, if it you spit on the ground and everybody <laughs> flooding, you know. Right. But um, I stay close to the Attics Reservoir and, um, you know, it's, they hadn't maintained that in 71 years. So my question is, what you been doing with the money? So what do you mean by, you say by the Attics Reservoir? What is, what is that? Um, that hole that hole's supposed to hold all the extra water that comes in. Okay. Like Bear Creek. Mm-hmm. Like that park is supposed to be like a watershed for the, uh-huh. for all the extra water. But um when they opened it, it flooded all the way, like for Harvey when they opened mm-hmm. they finally decided to open it. Um because the parts on the one side of the beltway didn't get any water. That whole area didn't get any water until they opened it. Okay. So when they opened it by that time, the buyers are full, so it has nowhere to go. But they couldn't maintain the water mm. because it hadn't been maintenance in over 71 years, okay. and that's a problem. So do you believe that there is a way for Houston to fix this flooding problem, or should I just buy flood insurance? And If you buy flood insurance, you probably still won't even get the full amount of your policy. I know people going through that right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I guarantee you I will get my. What? <laughs> She's a lawyer. Oh, okay. Probably you, but I'm saying a lot of people who have flood insurance, it's no good. Right. So, but you um, should still get flood insurance. Yes, please. Yeah, please. Don't, don't, don't get flood insurance. Don't not get flood insurance. Right. But <laughs> get renters insurance too. They're two separate right. policies. And get gap don't. insurance exactly. as well. While we on that, exactly. Your car could get flooded. Exactly. Out. So, I have had that happen to me in the. Random flood. Remember a couple no, years ago, it was no, no, no. it wasn't even yeah. a tropical <laughs> storm. <laughs> it was just a rain. It was Memorial just Memorial Day. Day. Yeah. Memorial Day. <laughs> it was just Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and my car got flooded out in total in Memorial Day, and it was just like, and then it was sunny. I was more mad than nobody else <laughs> went through it. It was just like a couple people, you know. Yeah, and everybody else just went about their. And day. I guess I'm con- I I struggle with this issue because. I was through I went through Hurricane Katrina. And mm. so everybody understood and gets New Orleans, mm. right? We mm. always knew that New Orleans that could happen because yeah. of how it sits. Mm-hmm. And then you come to Houston and I've been here on off from since 2010 and you have all these issues and I'm like no one gets it. No no one understands that we have a problem mm. and we'll go and mention the word drains. It's the mm. drainage. And oh, you know, we need to go add this or that. But I don't see anything happening. Right. I see on post oak a bus line being put in. That they're digging. That they're digging in mm-hmm. and there's no extra drainage. And so mm. when we just had the tropical storm in Melda two weeks ago, um, I saw Yukons mm. underwater. underwater. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they're digging to put this bus line in and I'm like who do we need to talk to to well, knock on their puppy? head and say, hey, 
while we're fixing the highways and the byways and while we're adding tolls off of 288 and while we're, you know, putting the bus lane in, or, and even if we do public transportation, we're going to be digging anyways. There's other systems that can be used because we're not the only city in America that sits lower. We're not the only city in America that sits on bayous. That's Mm -hmm. supposed to be what the requirement is. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have people that are holding these organizations accountable to make sure they meet the standard or meet above the standard so it won't flood. Then that's then that's what you get. But me. but then also, didn't Houston receive like a ton of money from the federal government to Harvey. after Harvey? Harvey? Yeah. And who who got the money? Where's the money at now? Well, the city of Houston got it right, <laughs> and that's the last time I seen it. Um, so because I know people who still waiting on Harvey help. People couldn't even get Red Cross or FEMA help, and they went to the city and oh, friend. they haven't been able to get any. FEMA kind of help. and Red Cross don't help. I already know that. Okay, but, let's say. But I'm just saying. That, go that talk to the Katrina survivors. You can get the you high You can talk to the Ike survivors. Well, and, and the Harvey survivors. We didn't get anything from from nothing. You can get you that know? hot 500 that they would give What 500? Yeah, you got $500 mm-hmm. if you if okay. you waited in time. Oh. I didn't get it because I wasn't in need um, like that, so I felt bad. But I think that that's part of the problem, too, is that some people who really – didn't like weren't as affected they take advantage take of that advantage. Right. and then the people who really are affected they can't get really home. really can't mm-hmm. get it um i agree i just think that um i don't know what they're gonna do with the flooding and i don't know what happened to the money for for um the to to help with the drainage because i mean that's what I, the drainage tax is supposed to be for it's like 150 plus million dollars a year for drainage tax that we're paying. I'm gonna start looking at that. So, <laughs> and, and I guess I'm, I'm serious because my neighborhood floods like crazy. I want to go back to city council. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So mayor comes and says, "Hey, we have all this money from the federal government. We want to add in drains." And then the council—it's 12, 13 districts or something like that, right? Hmm. Give or take. Y'all then go and say yes or no to that is that correct it it has to boil down to the cip projects too as mm-hmm. well what is the cip capital project? improvement okay okay and what what does that mean um depending on your area i know okay so for my area my, my current council person who is term limited this is her last term um she's using that money to beautify some parts of spring branch um she said it's for drainage quote unquote um in certain parts that she knows floods that's been flooding mm-hmm. and I over there off of Gessner in between um, Kempwood and um, Clay close to my area it was a golf course that was supposed to retain all the water when mm-hmm. it flooded um, well the golf course is no longer there and she approved a project of 900 homes to go there so it's all about how the council person uses that capital improvement money to improve their area. So if they don't prove, if they, let's say they do approve a developer to go in and build, beautify the area, fix the roads, but they don't put the proper drainage in or put the proper um, detention in, um, then what's the point? You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it's a waste. But to take green space to put concrete, you're not thinking about the, but it's no drainage. In the neighborhood, it's nowhere for the water to go, besides in your house, other people's houses, because the the way they're building it, they're building it up, 
So when you build something up, the water going to run down. And it's going to run down to everybody else around it. You know what I mean? So They need to look into River Oaks and how their drainage system is because <laughs> they never flood. Player, yeah. <laughs> they never flood. But look yeah. what kind of houses there are. Correct. And their house, their, <laughs> their driveway is so slanted. Up, like houses up. up on a hill, you know? Well, and I guess that's the par- second part of my question is, Y'all are here because y'all are running for for these positions, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And I think it's my humble opinion that whoever gets this mayorship is going to bring back up this drainage because we're coming on the map again, not because we're the fourth largest city, but because we're this huge city and we're always underwater. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. So I think that y'all are going to be positioned to deal with, if you're mm-hmm. put in place, a capital CIP, capital mm-hmm. improvement project. Mm-hmm. What is your capital improvement project going to be in your districts? Right now, there there are already projects in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So once once I'm elected, I'm gonna see what's in the pipeline and what's not, and I'm and I'm gonna look at the areas that are not in the pipeline. I know for a fact my neighborhood. We've been asking for two streets to get redone for the longest because they are just horrible. But it's always we don't have the money. But this will give me an opportunity to see where the money really is going, and to see how I can improve and beautify my neighborhood because it is a black and brown neighborhood you know it is a low-income neighborhood you know as well as keep improving upon the um higher class of spring branch or even on um um 1960 249 area you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it's parts over there that need improvement too so you as a council person you have to be able to reach every part of your district and if you can't reach every part of your district that's what the at-large positions are for they're there to help the council person Mm -hmm. so what about you? So my capital improvement, we've had things on the books for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. So uh, Little York, West Little York, that goes from West Montgomery to uh, Antoine, that they was trying to widen that street for like 15, 20 years. So they just now did it. I think they finished it like last – Two years about ago. About two years ago. But it's been on the books for 20 years. Um, Acres Home is – it's a different monster, you know what I mean. And so, but I would like. I mean, until I get in there and see what, what's all in the books, that's the way I can know what's going to go, going to come down on the agenda. What I'm going I'm to tackle first. Well, let me tell y'all, we we're about to wrap up and we're hitting into rest my case. But let me tell you something that you need to put on your agenda, okay? Okay. All right, write it down. How y'all going to save all these people on the public public transportation when it floods? Okay, Samantha's going to be in her car. Okay, so now we're moving no, in. No, yes, no. Yes, uh-huh. All y'all going to be trapped on the subway or can transit I charge, system. So can I charge them? So my charge would be that if, and I and I wish y'all the best in this, this upcoming election. Thank you. But I would charge y'all to, I think, as a citizen, I personally don't care how many trees are sitting on the sidewalks if my car is going to be sitting there, too, because it's flooded. Right. So if you're going to go and beautify, nobody cares. Put drainage systems in now, mm-hmm. and then y'all can beautify later because I, I think that is the bigger issue at hand that needs to be dealt with because right. these storms are not going to stop. I agree. And we have an issue that needs to be dealt with. And I know how she feels about public transportation, mm-hmm. but even if we get the public transportation in, you're right. Gonna they're gonna be, be they're gonna be flooded on the, in the you public gonna be transportation. You're flooded on Metro, right? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you sure are. But sure. one thing that I would like for you guys to consider seriously is the construction. The construction it's it's Ridiculous. the construction is insane. I don't know why we need 17 lanes on I-45. I mean, when is it enough? You don't? When you is do, it? You like, don't. Huh? You don't know why. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't know why we need ramps, like 16 ramps. You like, don't? No, I but don't. But you don't want public transportation? No, I don't. Okay. I don't want public transportation. <laughs> she I likes to sit in traffic. I told you my plan, okay? Told you my plan. These people with these kids need to get to school early, okay? Um, I'm going to make sure I find me some school board people running. Right. Please. But come on in. Come on in here. Okay, so guys, seriously, we have one uh, part of our segment is rest my case. So if you could pick one thing that you would like to rest your case on uh, or one issue, what would that be? We'll start with you, Candidate Wilson. Um, it would be the flooding. I'm I'm sick of it and I just I'm praying I win so I can get in and really tackle it so we can stop talking about it because right. that seems like that's the subject everybody talks about and people are afraid of the flooding. So and I feel like I don't have kids yet, so I don't wanna have to think about well, am I gonna get flooded out if I have a child? Because I think about people like the spring bus or something that got caught in the flood on forty five yeah. in the water. You know, so I think once we handle the flood flooding issue, then it can be over and done. And there are legit people who suffer from PTSD right. from, from Harvey, Harvey. and mm-hmm. and having to mm-hmm. go through that whole ordeal. Right. I have plenty of friends that anytime it rains they're just holding their breath yeah yeah what about you candidate anderson Mm -hmm. well my district is a little bit different from over in district a so my goal is really to to tackle the economic development issues um but with us it it, it boils back down to home ownership most of my district are transient livers so my my thing is encouraging to be to get into a home get some stability, and that's how we're going to fix our community. That's how we're going to get the economic development in, the infrastructure to facilitate everything else. So mine is economic development. So you're resting your case that we need to have more economic development. No, we need economic development. We're, there's there's like food deserts. There's no healthy eating places to go. It, it's yeah, it's pretty bad. In but I've been, I've been in Acres home. Y'all got some good eating places. They may not be healthy, but they good. <laughs> I can tell you that. What about you, Miss Hutchinson? homelessness and um it's a it's an issue that's very passionate to me because i feel like a lot of the people that you see on the side of the streets are looked at as less human Mm -hmm. and i kind of want people to realize that they are still human that's right and most of them just fell on hard times they're not lazy Mm -hmm. they're not picky and they you know all these things it's most of america is only one step paycheck away from That's being right. on the street as That's well. And so, so if we could just remember that when these issues do come up and it sits on the ballot about homelessness and building more shelters and, mm-hmm. you know, treating them like we would want to be treated. That's mm-hmm. right. Because at the end of the day, oh, they're homeless. We can't give out money to them or we can't give out food to them. But really, your brother or your sister or even you could be on that street the next day with their kids asking just for a dollar to get a hamburger. That's right. Um, I would like to rest my case on people who do not vote in Mm. local elections. Mm. I mean, this is the perfect segue into go out and register to vote. Find out who your councilman is. You know, I said I moved, so I have to go look up my council person and who's on the ballot. But make that extra effort. A lot of these things not only affect you, but affect your family members, affect someone else. And we have a habit of complaining Mm -hmm. about things. And then we wait and wait and wait and we get on to November 5th and realize line so long and we 
don't want to stand in line and we just get what we get and then we get upset when we get what we get so whether you're republican democrat independent don't affiliate with any party or bipartisan i would like to rest my case on the people who do not vote go out and vote guys not just in the presidential elections but right here with your councilmen Please make an effort to go out and vote. What is the day that early voting starts, guys? October 21st. Say it again. You, October 21st, October and you can vote 21st. anywhere. October 21st. And do you, what do you need to vote, guys? Their ID your and ID. voters registration. You just need your ID mm-hmm. and you or need to be or your voters registration. So keep that in mind when you go to these polls and people are telling you you need to bring all this extra stuff, you know, show your birth certificate and all this stuff. Don't listen to that. Bring your ID or your voter registration card and get out there and vote, guys. And read the ballot. <laughs> it's beyond candidates, right? Yes. Because right. there's all those words Amendments. at the bottom of it mm-hmm. and people don't look at them to see what the bonds are, to see about the public transportation. Maybe you do feel like Sam and you want to pollute this whole city. Maybe you do. <laughs> I didn't say Vote that. against it. You I know. Didn't say but that. if you believe that everybody should have a way to get in and out of work, then right. vote yes for that. Yeah, and I'm gonna vote for Taria to get her can of mace when she signs up for the public transit system uh but you can also print out a ballot Mm -hmm. ahead of time i suggest that when anytime that i vote i go online and i find you can google harris county ballot uh early voting it'll come up it'll show you exactly what's on the ballot so i know exactly the names that i'm going for the things that i don't know about i can google them i can look them up and become familiar so that way when you when you go in you're confident you know exactly who you're voting for you don't have to deal with the them people that try to give y'all in flies be like uh 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 i know who i'm voting for i know who i'm voting for don't give me none of that you know so don't put none on my car just uh-uh. let me go in and vote so that is what, Taria? That, I don't like all that. Like, just back <laughs> up a taste. Can I ask y'all one more question? Sure. So, because you're the voice of the community, mm-hmm. is there a place where people can find you guys to see, are you going to be representing them properly in their certain districts? Yeah, like, can website. They, or website. Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. I'll, I'll let you go first. I'm oh, gonna, you can find me at um, AishaWilson.com. It's I-E-S-H-E-I-A Wilson. Dot com. You can find me on Facebook, Aisha Wilson for District A. District A. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, Twitter, Instagram. I'm all. And on. will you respond if they oh, have very messages? Much so. Have you looked where you are on the ballot? I am number six on the ballot. Number six, guys. Number six on the ballot. What about you? All right. You can reach me at www.robinjanderson.com. I'm on Instagram, Robin underscore J underscore Anderson on Instagram. And on Facebook, I'm Robin J. Anderson. Uh, I'm number four on the ballot. Number right. four and number four six. Four. District. District B. B. Mm-hmm. For the fo-fo. Fo-fo. Number four. And you can vote mm-hmm. at any polling location. It's 757 polling locations. Except, Except on, on the actual date, right? Right. No. You, on the actual date. You can Early vote. Vo- I mean, regular voting? You can vote at any polling location. Well, she taught us something. Really? Okay. Yes, ma'am. All you need right, to man. tell the voter people. Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> you need to tell us that. Okay. Well, guys, we just want to thank you for uh, having us. You guys thank were you great. For um, us. We're going to solve it. and tackle these Houston <laughs> issues. And yes. if you need me to come and speak on behalf of what I like, what I don't like in your CPI plans, CIP, CIP plans, mm-hmm. sorry, then I, I will do so. 
I, I'm for the community. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate What's your name, it. Sam, before we leave? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Back to You, Jim. There is no Jim. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Jim. Um, it's just three women, three lovely black attorneys. Um, <laughs> my, my name is Taria Hutchison. You can follow me on Instagram, simply being T. See some good new Grease photos that just came out. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for Thank coming. You. Shout out to our other co-hosts, Brandy. What's up, Brandy? Brandy. What's Brandy. up, Brandy? Yes. Oh, is Brandy. it Nakadoches? All right, that's one of my favorite. No one knows. Um, <laughs> so we miss her so much. Yes. Oh, also, you can follow us on um, YouTube. No, on Instagram <laughs> at uh, No Further Questions Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, NFQ Pod, and you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you can subscribe. Subscribe to us if you love to. We love to hear from our listeners, and if you love our podcast, we love you back. If you don't, you're a wrap. All right. Thank I you. I subscribed. <laughs> <laughs>